Oh wow, y'all got it. Bye. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. In the phys act. All right. After after a long um, period, well, like twenty five minutes, where we're trying to get everything situated. I finally got a guest here on the uh, continuing adventures of uh, Crizzle and Camillo, aka Whip Wop Galore. And um, you know, since uh, since uh, you know you you booked them, Camillo, you want to do the intro? Um, you know what? I would like to do the intro. Let me. Um, you aren't hearing any feedback or anything, are you? Ah, uh, no. just extra clear. Yeah. Okay, good, good, good. It's in there. All right. So we got we got my boy uh briefcase Brad, Brad Dunn, uh Houston skater extraordinaire, uh beat maker, DJ, uh rap artist, independent rap artist. And I wanted to bring you on the show because the one time I tried to do my own podcast, which is a millennia ago, I brought Brad over my apartment. And we uh, and I interviewed him about his life. I always thought it was interesting. Um, and yeah, I brought him on because I, you know, I like what he represents. I like I like his music, and I think he's just a, an interesting Houston character. Um, by character, I mean he's a, he is a character. But... I mean, how do you, how do you get how do you um, originally uh, get together with him, Brad? Now I met Brad in probably the most Houston of ways, man. He um he lived upstairs. We were neighbors. We were neighbors. Yeah. In third ward, Brad. Tell, but, but why don't you introduce yourself? What, what about you, Brad? How do you introduce yourself? When people say, "Who, who the hell is that?" Uh, who? Shit, I'm briefcase, Brad. I'm from Houston, Texas. Uh, I've been out here for a while. I was born and raised. I also go back and forth to Atlanta a lot. My dad lives out there. I've been doing uh, music for a while. Like, I've been doing music like really all my life. I played saxophone in the band in high school and shit. Uh, I have an older brother who's like tapped into the music industry in Atlanta. He knows like folks and stuff like that. Uh, I just, I've been out here skateboarding for like at least 15 years. You know what I'm saying? I'm 33 now. I've been skateboarding since like high school. Uh, I just been like staying creative and just like making it work out here. Where are you at right now? Houston, I don't know. Like right now I'm at my little apartment over here. Like I'm on the north side over here off of Fulton. All right, north side represent. Northside worldwide. Um, I I got I gotta ask where Brad where you get the name from because first of all I don't know if you know this but if you you Google briefcase Brad now like go get some of your you know the the links and then the all the stuff that's on there for you but you also get um if you, if you go on Twitter and search for your stuff you also might get um like the the Brad Brad Pitt movie Bullet Train. Uh, come oh, really? up because it's like in, I, I don't know if you've seen that movie you know it's, it's all about oh. him uh, with a briefcase and everything so you know apparently you know they just put you know search engines on, Go on Google and Twitter and whatnot they put those two together and you come come up with a lot of um, pages for, for bullet train Look at that! You were headed. That's funny. I think we we might have sampled that and put it. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, where did the so. name Where did the name come from? 
uh, it was kind of like inherited. Somebody like gave me it was like a nickname. It was really a, like a playlist, like a party. Where I used to throw like little parties and shit, little house parties in the neighborhood and stuff like that. And it was like originally like a playlist. It just like kind of goes back to like a bunch of different stuff. You know, I'd be having stuff and doing certain things. Like I'm also a big fan of like mob movies and mafia. And I feel like that'd be like a nickname of like one of the dudes. Like I like you know what I'm saying, briefcase bear. Like you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like uh, that's why I was like really kind of was tactile. like that kind of stuff. So I was like, you know, I think that's cool. I kind of regret putting my real name in there, but it's all good now. I'm like, oh, it's tripping. It, it's very, it's very uh, you know catchy. Yeah, you know, like you that's what people say. Yeah. Yeah, briefcase. Yeah. Uh, you got you got top five mob movie movies on deck right now. Oh, my favorite of all time, Goodfellas, yo. Of course. Like when they yeah. walk in there and they're, and they're yeah. introducing everybody, like <laughs> you said, uh, Mickey two times. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite shit. Like when he walks in, he's like introducing all, and they're like, "Oh, what's up? What's up?" Yeah, I would watch. I had that joint on VHS. Yeah, Goodfellas. Uh, VHS. I'm trying to think of some other ones. I really be on uh, the Irishman. Uh, let's see. Uh, the casino, like uh, all the, the casino joints. So, so you're a Scorsese man, I see. Yeah, I like his stuff for sure. Yeah. Hey, wait. Well, let's go around. Let's go around. What, what, what's your top five mob movies, Craig? Um. Well, I mean, we we almost like we have to, um, you know, just uh loosen the definition uh, definition of mob movies because like a lot of people usually think of the scorsese mob movies or the godfather yeah i mean there's all different kinds of interesting uh you know so many mob movies that a lot of people don't know about uh yeah for some some reason abel ferrar's uh the funeral popped into my head uh um, yeah that, that goes back a ways um i mean of course we could i need a- we we go into the whole uh, yakuza side, and so the, those are mob movies you know, as well. Stuff, uh, you know, of course, you know, the, you know, John Woo basically drop some several, names, drop some names, some 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 mm. mob movies and everything. So like you know, the Killer and a Better Tomorrow and all those stuff. All right, my my favorite mob movies, um, uh, Bugsy Malone. Um, why you make that face? Bugsy Malone, man. What? Well, it's it, it, it just it's just so like you. Bugsy Malone. Just to have because uh, for for those of you who've never seen Bugsy Malone, not only is it a musical, but it's a musical, uh, com- completely starring children. And so it's just like a mob. Yeah, it, it came out in the seventies. It stars Scott Bayo and Jodie Foster. It's just like, you know, it, you know when I they mean, shoot people. Pie cream comes out. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they don't shoot bullets, they shoot pie cream. That that could be a point. That's, so That's, but, uh, That's funny. Bugsy Malone. Okay, wait. Bugsy Malone. Um, I would say City of God. Just because they mentioned it in the last podcast. So like, That's pretty cool. I feel like that's a mob movie. Um, and and um Obviously, Godfather, Godfather Two. I say Godfather Two. Yeah, Two. You're right. I forgot and, to think about. You know, yeah, I know. Goodfellas. Godfather is the playing Jane. Goodfellas to me, that's my. That's really my. I really, I really, really, I watch that shit. I can watch this shit all day, back to back. Oh, that's my shit for sure. Yeah, Goodfellas is is one that um yeah once it comes on, I'm kind of entranced, and also just 
Ray Liotta doing his thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how RIP, far back. Right? Yeah, definitely. RP. Just I don't know how far back you want to take it where you know, we can go all the way to the 30s and the 40s where they had uh, gang- the gangster films like uh, the original Scarface uh, directed by Howard Hawks and uh, yeah, mm. like James Cagney and the Public Enemy and all this and all those films. White Heat. White Heat, exactly, yeah. White Heat, that is good stuff. I, I went through a period where I was trying to watch all the old black and white movies. I, I kind of fell out of it, but I got to get my, my Turner Classic Movies subscription back up. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, let's get into uh, the music of Briefcase, Brad, because I've listened to a lot, uh, a lot of stuff that you did uh, over the week. And, uh, well, just like you have the whole... I don't know if you go about the same, you know, offbeat, off kilter, experimental hip hop because it does seem like uh, trap music for people who really uh, do the, the 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 rave drugs. Oh, uh, look at that! Craig gets it. Craig gets it. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, just like somebody dropped a lot of Molly in uh, MDMA and they come up with stuff that's like. I mean, it's almost on that level of MF Doom, but it's but it's it's oh, kind of uh, I appreciate low. That. I got yeah. People compare me to hand and L, like with some trap. Like I was on the trap. Yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate that. Doom is definitely one of my top five like artists, hip hop artists. I got I got the MM food out CD right here. Yeah, so, I was like kind of messed up when he passed away. Yeah, and uh, just just I was just asking like uh, just what are your influences? Actually, yeah, Doom would be one of them for sure. Like, as far as music and like beats, I like Jay Dilla. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, man, I've been on like. Shit, I like Jada Kiss, a lot of East Coast. Yeah. Down I, South, I was on Pimp C. I still listen to Juvenile. I got that 400 Degrees. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's I, a lot, I, yo. I was about to. I was wondering, like, if you're in a doom, like, you would keep would cool Keith be a part of that whole strata? Yeah, I like him. I mean, the doom, that whole like special herbs taste, where it's like all his beats he ever made. Cause, mm-hmm. you know, he made beats too, like for his taste. He would make his own beats, and he had beats he made for like an underground artist. That taste, I listen to that all the time. Like the special herbs, zero through nine, like that. Yeah. That one's like, yeah, I like that one a lot. You use like like a lot of hardware, like different sample machines. I use a SP four hundred four too sometimes it's like a sound machine you can also dj off of it like you could take it out and, like get sounds like there's like, like a microphone inside of it you can take it out with put batteries in it and take it outside and like sample birds and run it back and do all kind of stuff i use one of those made by Roland. it's been out for a while dilla like everybody used like, that at the 404 but it was an older version when they was around but i got like this newer version i use that too outside of my, my vocals like yeah i been making like mixing like you know what i'm saying it's like uh the sampling stuff yeah, I was, I was stuff like that. Yeah, I was about I was about to ask about what kind of equipment to use, but because it does seem sound like you use like uh, you know the uh, your MPC and uh, I mean mm. like a lot of eight oh eight sounds and everything like that. Just seeing those those were part yeah, of I'm it. done mixing the stuff too. But then I was I'm also a part of this like collective called First Ward Sound that's like considered as like a collective of mm. a bunch of different like artists. We do like a lot of the homies like. Like my homie Aaron, his dad's like a known painter. He'd be doing murals from like the Project Row House like squad. He's a part of it. 
my friend Keegan, he didn't even made all the tapes that I made, he produced like pretty much all of them. And like he's using Ableton, which is a program, like a production program. You know what I'm saying? He went to ACC for like engineering and stuff like that. So like we got like a whole squad of different you know, characters and different people that are all involved, like all different kind of artists and different doing all kinds of kind of stuff, like drunk, like just regular art, musical stuff, uh just like visual artists. Cause I, used, I also used to be a film, I used to film skateboarding, really out skate and I'm pretty decent. But I used to film the, the younger homies that used to come around me. I had like this camera that I was filming. I got a channel and stuff too. There's a lot of stuff I kind of took it down. I've now kind of put more of my music videos on there. The videos are still there, they're just private. But I, yeah, I used to be a filmer really. I started off as that, you know what I'm saying? I was always in the music. So like, you have to find music to put in these videos. So I would be like, always like trying to find edits and like different songs to go with stuff. But it's like, I'm gonna do like different kind of song. Not like the mainstream, like you wouldn't, I wouldn't make like an edit with like a Drake song or something like that. You know what I mean? I was on some like underground, like, I don't know if you ever heard of the Raider clan. Like that was a thing back in the day when ASAP Rocky first came out, like putting stuff like him, like, and just like playing instrumentals and like stuff like that. Like I was into like a whole different, like, you know what I'm saying? The skateboarding got me into like all kind of music though. I, I'm also with punk rock. Like I got a lot of homies that are, on the punk rock side, I go to shows and shit, different kinds of shows in the city. And just like, I'll be on all kinds of scenes and stuff. I'll be like dabbling with everybody, you know what I mean? Not just the hip hop or just the one thing, you know, cause the skateboarding got me into like a lot of stuff. And, like all kind of like, like people. So I hang out with all kinds of people, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm assuming you're, since you talk about skateboarding, skateboarding videos, you're a big uh, Spike Jones fan. And all the stuff that he oh did. yeah yeah i got this this one video about him and this documentary all the stuff yeah i know spike spike is live yeah yep, i like spike jones and stuff yeah for sure mm -hmm. would would you say you started to get into the music was that was that when you lived in that apartment um in riverside terrace in third ward that's what it's we called. Oh, that's the yeah, name, yo. Oh, you know what it is? We I, live in, I live in Third Ward now, so I know all the areas. I know I know what the areas are called. <laughs> yeah, we was about we was over there off of uh what was it on uh, Live Oak and uh, like Wheeler or something? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like, I, yeah, I got into like DJing. Like last really when I started like DJing a lot, like I've been in music into music like all my life. Like I said, like I have an older brother who's like closer to fifty and he was in the industry in the nineties in Atlanta. Like he's a DJ, like he knows like outcasts and these cats so they're like the same age so like i've been around this shit and my mom could sing i have like some people on the other side of my family like i don't know if you heard, ever heard of the pointer sisters but i have like another like step, uh, step yeah like some of my family yeah. members like you know what i'm saying like so like oh that should have been around like music has been around like it hasn't been in my family like some people are in the industry they didn't make it like years ago like shit that i wasn't even you know way before i was even thought of you know what i mean i'm 30 years old so it's like, but yeah, like that shit's been around me like all my life, you know what I mean? So it's not like I kind of just jumped on it. A lot of people think, oh, you just hopped in. It's like, nah. Hey, you know, it's weird that you say like here, baby, and you see the The guy too, look up the Bellamy Brothers. Who's that? So, Who the hell is that? The <laughs> country. Uh -huh. Who's that? I don't know. Bellamy Rose. I don't know. Oh, your homie asked me talking about something. Yeah. yeah. I don't know does if you want to jump in or anything, but does, does he want to jump on the pod on the podcast? Nah, nah, nah. He was just he was just chiming in. Wait, but wait, are you are you saying like are you, were you, your family related to the Pointer Sisters or? Oh like, yeah, it was just for like, sure. Yeah, dude. like on my other side, like I have a, a half brother. Like we have different dads, but like his dad, that's his sisters. Those were his sisters. Like my yeah, I'm saying like yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, and there's like yeah, some others. 
there's a, I have a lot of, I get, like, what, I'm trying to think, yeah, my brother is today, he was, like, in the, in, tapped in, he really, like, he's a DJ in the 90s, he did, he DJed for BMS, like, in the two, early 2000s, like, he did a bunch of stuff, he was out there in Atlanta when that shit was what's, really, what's really his going name? on. His real name is Ken Meow, like, Jones, you know what I'm saying, his last name Jones, like, he's he been, he been out there for a minute, but yeah, he's definitely tapped in, like, you know, he knows a bunch of people out there, like, yeah, like uh what is this uh Polo Badon, like all these people are like his friend, uh Terry Hilson, like a lot of local Atlanta people like, he knows these people are about the same age group, like yeah, these people he's a DJ in clubs and shit like well, those like real Atlanta like heads and shit like yeah, he knows like all these people dude, from just being over there. When you like, you had re relocated to Atlanta for a little while, didn't you? Um maybe a few years ago. Yeah, 2018, 2019, I was back and forth. Yeah, my dad's out there. So I'd be out there. Yeah, I have some other family members, a bunch of people I tap in with. Yeah, I played some shows out there. I DJed at this club, like a virtual reality club and shit. I DJed like it's not, and this other place is called the Bakery. It's like it was like this underground. I think it's gone now forever. Like local Atlanta people could probably tell you. But it was like it was a cool like it was like a DIY venue that used to be a bakery. I played there in 2018, 2019. I was back and forth 2018, 2019 before yeah before Harvey or not before the COVID shit. Yeah, I was going back and forth. I have family out there like. I'm tapped in with the skate community out there too. I know like said, over there it's like seventy percent black. So it's a little it's different. I see it's like real trendy, like every you got motherfuckers skating in Yeezys and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's like a whole different world, you know what I'm saying? Like it's different. Everybody's trying to jump fresh and like it's just like, you know, the whole like it's always been like the mecca for down south hip hop. You always want to get your like records played in the club, the strip clubs, you know what I'm saying, Magic City, all that stuff. So, like yeah, Atlanta's got a crazy it's gotten crazier now like more like with the old YSL like you know people catching up with Rico's and cases and shit but it's always been like like that like the streets are tapped in with the music and shit just because like that's just like what how it is over there you know what I mean of course well, well of course comes this question like how would you uh you know you know in comparisons to uh Atlanta I mean you find what's uh different from the Atlanta music scene to the Houston music scene then? Atlanta's got a lot more outlets as far as like local studios. Everybody, because like, like I said, like how many you think about? I don't. I get there on the top of my head, at least five to ten rappers who are originally from there, and they got their own studios and studio of their house, and like you know what I'm saying, you go to the, every little house party, somebody got a studio in their basement. You know what I mean? Like so, it's like a, a lot more outlets for even like independent artists, like all these Playboy Cardi and Future, all these people coming up. You know what I'm saying? From out there, there's a lot more outlets. I feel like out here. We don't have too many labels and like the people who they do have like the rap a lot and all the little kind of stuff like that is janky you know what i mean like this is, they just have more shit like outlets because it's been like it's always been like a mecca for like 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 southern hip-hop and stuff like houston is a bigger city but we don't have too many besides like the rap a lot like anybody they trying to sign you know what i mean because it's, it's you know what i'm saying like that's like the only thing i can think of they don't really have too many like like you know what i'm saying like outlets out here like it's big, but they just don't have like a lot of outlets. It's, it's, it's kind of, I think it's like coming more and more independent labels and people trying to do stuff, but like they only have not as much as Atlanta, definitely not. It's like the Hollywood, Hollywood of the South. You're saying the infrastructure. Yeah, Hollywood. That's often what I hear is like the infrastructure is just a lot more established out there for this kind of stuff. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, it was like I said, like since the 90s before, like it was always like, that was like the mecca. Like you want to get your stuff played out there. Like that's like almost like, you know, like the strip clubs and all the clubs and shit out there. You get the DJs to play your stuff. You're pretty much on, you know what I mean? Like back then, like you want to get your stuff played. But like over here, it's similar to like, the strip club and all that stuff. It's like, it's like radio and all that kind of stuff. They definitely don't have as many like, outlets like yeah, studios to record at it's like people to tap in like like yeah the OGs people like 
showing you the way. Like people out here ain't gonna like, I don't know, it's different. They don't really give a fuck. Like just do your own thing. Like try to keep focused and like have your own like movement going. That's what I'm saying like I'm part of my own little collective. But then I I focus on my shit too. I'm still like an active skater and like I be tapped in with this little local shop called Select. They actually print up my merch. I get hooked up boards and shit like that. Cause I've been around those people for years, so they be supporting my stuff and posting my my like music and stuff, stuff like that. So yeah, me being a skater and like also doing the music is like you know what I'm saying two different things like merging together, kind of like pushed me out there like a different scale. Like as other people, you know, it's like not me people. There's a couple people doing it, but like not like how I'm doing it. <laughs> well, yeah. I. But just wanted to briefly ask, just uh, since you know, we have skate, skating, skateboarding, skating a lot. Just, uh, just how you feel about the skateboard culture here in Houston? I mean, what are the, you know, the places? It's definitely grown, grown yeah. since when I was younger. Like now, me being thirty three, like earlier when I met Camilo, like nine, ten years ago, or whatever, like five, you know, it's been a while. This is that we got more skate shops. You know what I'm saying there's more stuff, you know, people begin to film, like a lot more, there's a lot more like opportunities now. It's like it was slower, it's been a little different. I got more shops, more stuff. Yeah, I mean, I got a homie, he like owns this place, this shop called Geometric. Like, I got down there, like grew up, like, we used to skate around. This is a shop on the north side, like way north. He got a he got a shop out there, and these these dudes have like expanded so much. They now they have a whole other shop in Dallas. Like it's from like this is crazy. I'm I've seen this shit like it's like why are they really doing it? It's cool to see it expand. Cause I, I don't know. I just remember on me being younger, there's like young black skater out here. I just I don't know. I never really got the recognition too. I feel like like from all the stuff I've done out here. You know what I mean? Just not having like I don't know. Like I feel like I put a lot of work in. Like a lot of people haven't seen or really know what I've been doing. I'm saying like I don't know. I just had to keep going. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're still doing it, man. I was surprised. Hey, who who's the one rapper that um that you're cool with? Uh, she. She's been on the scene a while. I forget her name. Oh, Purse F1, right? Is yes. She, is she part of your collection? Auntie. <laughs> yeah, she is. You know, you know who that is, right, uh, Craig? Not Auntie. offhand. But, you know, uh, I thought maybe you knew who yeah, she was. Purse one, they got some real hard hitters. Lindo Cartel. That's like Maxwell Cream's cousin. That's what he's got out of jail for oh. one piece. He was in that hole. He just got out. He's another day. He, man, my homie kicking record. We got some some people in the mix. Like, were we really, really doing some shit? This was like a full-blown, like, Hoover Crip. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's been outside really doing shit. He's been, like, he was just, he just got out of jail, like, maybe three days ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, he got a bunch of music. Look up Windows C. Yeah, he's been around forever. That's Maxwell's, like, blood cousin. Like, yeah, that's cool. He's part of the little, kind of like, like him. I know, I don't know if you ever heard of this dude, Marshawn, Billy Black. He used to be called Billy Black Marshawn. He's out there. He's like, well, some stuff. He just dropped it. He's gonna drop. He just about to drop a take called I Am Art. He's about to have some function. It's not at Row Houses, but on the 20th, he's having like an album release. So like, I won't go out of that and check out that. But like, yeah, it's a bunch of like legit people in the, in the little in the like, collective. You know what I'm saying doing their thing. Like, you know I'm saying just pushing the narrative. This is first word sound. That, that's the collective. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know Lindo C was part of that. Cause yeah, Maxwell does talk Definitely. a lot about him. That was like his his original yeah, that's like, his partner. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I'm full of them. Yeah, cream quick. Talking about him. That's that's why. I'm... Yeah, you really you really on. All the way from the southwest. I know that. Yeah, we talk all the time. Well, he's out. You know what I'm saying. So so what do you think? What do you think the whole the so like the the culture right to to kind of 
I guess because I when I came out here, the thing that, that I thought was interesting about you is that you were kind of in this space that I think isn't like you don't think about like black Southern culture, you know, and in, in incorporating like skateboarding and all and all this stuff that you were into. And you sort of had like the like black alternative kind of kind of vibe to you that I really I really thought was cool. And um, I don't know, you speak right, about right. that. Like, like it's more it's more accepted now than it used to be? Or, or what do you think? It's, it's, it's spreading, like, you know, just... I mean, I'm definitely one of the OGs. I haven't shown a lot of people. <laughs> I'm not trying to, like, talk me up, but, like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely was, like, one of the first ones out here, really, I feel like, on that type of thing. Yeah, like, mixing the skating with the music and type of stuff like that, like, how I'm doing it. Luckily, they're only trying to compare me to Tyler. Like, man, I was doing that shit before those fools really came out, really. I was already skating, you know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah, my shit is totally different. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, dude, I'm like I can see like I don't know. I was really doing that. I was really pushing that like way back. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, even before I was really rapping, but I was DJing. I had to yeah, the whole skate look and all the gear and all that stuff. I've been on that shit forever. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, like I don't know. The skateboarding is definitely what got me into like a lot of the stuff with the music and the other kind of stuff like that. Well, the music is uh, you know very shall we say eccentric. And and loopy as a motherfucker, uh, but also um, uh, kind of. I don't know you talking. You know, kind of reminds me a little bit of. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you know. Um, Freedom sold. You know the group uh, Kwame Anderson. What were uh, was in back in the day. It was kind of. It's a very experimental hip hop crew here in Houston. And. Uh, <laughs> He's having side convos. Yeah. Um, Come back. <laughs> no, but go, what were you saying? Go, say, say name Brad, of the group again. Brad? Brad? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you ever heard of that group Freedom Soul. Uh, it's a very experimental nah. hip-hop duo that uh, was around uh, back in the day, like late 90s, early 2000s. And they were very eccentric hip-hop crew that wasn't doing the usual uh stuff that that was happening here in houston and just had me thinking just like how has it been being uh an artist like yourself that 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 is off the beaten path uh not not really in you know it can be properly described uh you know in, a, in simple terms how has that been while you you in Houston, just uh, just how's it been being up an artist like yourself? I know a lot, like, like it's this. like being like an independent. I ain't no starving artist or no shit. It's like it's been a little bumpy ride from when I first started. It was real tight. Everybody loved it. See all that thing. Everything's going all right. And the little Instagram post, like yeah, I was really struggling trying to make it because I still gotta like I'm not making like you know I'm saying like a hell of living off of it. I still hustle and have to work day jobs and do little side shit. So it's like. I feel like at this point it should be like a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to push the narrative. I'm like trying to keep going go harder, but like yeah, like I don't know, it's it's it could be it's, like I said, it's a little tough, you know what I'm saying? Because also there's everybody in their mom wanna be a rapper, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm like it's like competition, these little younger kids and you know what I'm saying, but like I don't know, I feel like my shit's different. Everybody in their mom was talking about going and shooting and hurting people and doing certain things. I'm just talking about, you know, having a good time. I might have to, you know, talk about a little violence here and there but it's like oh no my shit i think it's really different from like a lot of shit that's like out in houston or any in general you know what i'm saying like it's just totally like different but 
That's yeah. like I sound like any rapper that's out. Yeah, because that was because uh, me and Cam- Camilla were, you know, he we talk about what we're going to uh, talk about on the show, and you, yeah, Camille brought up uh, Houston music venues, and listen, I gotta be honest, um, like I know much about you until uh, Cam- Camilla brought your name up, and just had has it been um, uh, difficult in terms of uh, just getting gigs or or going having play, people doing shows in places and getting an audience to come in yeah it- after that whole covid shit like shit slowed mm-hmm. the hell down like, i was still trying to like i'm still like drama taste trying to stay relevant but, like playing a live show like i didn't probably play i maybe dj some house party for the homegirl like doing some shit where people are like oh i got a new apartment bro i can play some music just on some like i ain't getting paid when this popping i'm doing it for the culture yeah, yeah, i've done a couple but like man since covid that shit's slow boogie there's not really not any live ass venues and there's a couple like i hear in sixes and sevens and all these different little places i ain't even been to but yeah i mean i just got this laptop i'm trying to try to get a controller i'm probably gonna try to just go with the DJ and like trying to get some back in the nightlife and just do that. Cause I'm like really burning on like trying to work for other people. Like at this point I got a bunch of like a bunch of music out, like other stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like I got merch and stuff to sell, you know what I mean? So I'm just trying to like really push it, you know what I mean? How do you get, how do you get that blue check mark on Spotify? Oh shit, I don't even know. I got a blue check mark? Oh, a verified artist, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I'm getting a blue check. I'm barely getting play. I get played, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I guess it's just verified because we went and made a thing, like a whole, like we use DistroKid and it's also back through the first world collective. But we'll, you know, put, uh, like when I drop a new tape, just with uploads and we go and like put them, you know, go put the names and stuff and uh, you get credits and you put like who else was involved, like what producer, like everybody, you know, we upload it, it goes on to like everything, Amazon, YouTube. Spotify, like all that shit, man. We put it on SoundCloud for free. I got the shit on Bandcamp. That's people be buying the, the tapes on Bandcamp too. That that'd be helping. Some people really be supporting. So like, yeah, I got it on there. That's like the most I feel like like independent way to do it. And having merch, like be able to make some kind of loot off the stuff. But yeah. Well, you yeah. got you you, uh, you got your new release. I don't know if you call it an album, EP. Came out in no, yeah, uh, no, November called December. Flannels, period, and chords. Is that, is that supposed to be the correct way to? Yeah, I think the it's flannels and chords. Yeah, flannels, for some reason that. there's a period. Chords, yeah. yeah, I don't know why. Cause I think it was a mistake, <laughs> like a typo. But if you go like, yeah, you listen to the tape on SoundCloud or Bandcamp. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, we need to go back to like, yeah, take that little dot off or <laughs> whatnot. But yeah. Well, I guess, but yeah, now thousand chords. Yeah. Have y'all checked out that tape? What do y'all think about that? Yeah, yeah, this is my, my worst, most recent work. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. dropped that like in December. And you want to get into like, yeah, that's uh, produced. Yeah, uh, that's produced all by the homie KG, who mm-hmm. makes like most of my stuff. Yeah, and how long did uh you know you want to get into like how long it took you to do that uh, project and what inspired oh, you and all stuff. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, that tape, it took me, like, I had already had some songs recorded, and then we just started, I was just, like, telling them I just need to keep going, you know what I'm saying? I was kind of going through a lot of stuff. I had to, like, you know what I'm saying, bounce around a little bit, staying in people's crib, and then I, I was actually staying with the only who produces, so we was already in the booth and just, like, making stuff. So I don't think it took that long. A lot of that stuff is, like, 
it didn't take long, but it was influenced. It was also influenced by just like how I dress. I was always like, you know what I'm saying, like corduroys and flannel. I was some like old stepdad house there. You know what I'm saying? It was just like the style also with skaters, you know what I'm saying? It resonates just like that's like like a uniform, you know what I'm saying? It's like how I like it's like something like that. It's just like, you know what I mean? That was just like something I had on my head. Like I just, I don't know, I always like found corduroy pants. So I just threw that together. So I was like, yeah, I think it's for work. Yeah, that's true. That's like, I think I think Brad's a guy I've known in Houston the longest since I've been out here. Mm-hmm. I'll just throw that out there. And I'm not, I'm not a skater. I just appreciate him. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, no, I think you're right. Because y'all had just moved from Jersey when you was at that apartment. Or like, well, I lived, or something like yeah, yeah, I lived in Pasadena for like two weeks, but that was like my first Houston apartment. Right. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah I, exactly. Yeah, my so first I month. Think in so yeah, <laughs> that's really icy. Well, with uh, uh, your permission, uh, Mister Brad, uh, as I'm a open, I briefcase, a briefcase uh, I like to play a track uh, from flannels and chords to give people an idea of uh what kind of uh music you bring to the table and uh keep you know listen uh here's here's how it's gonna go um i'm gonna um intro into the song and then people will hear it because i'll put it in later but and then we'll just go go back to uh talking about uh stuff the track i wanted to play is called hustle harder and Hmm. uh, I found it. That's that's a favorite track of mine on the on the uh, the. Oh, all right. Yeah, and we're gonna get into we're gonna get into this one now. Hustle harder, hustle harder, work smarter, you go farther. Big forty on my hip, make me live like a car. Customer, you're a buster. Don't come around talking shit. We all know you and undercover. I'll discipline you like your mother and your brother. Hustle harder, hustle harder. Work smarter, you go farther. Big 40 on my hip. Make me live like a toddler. I'm a hustler, not a customer. You're a buster. Don't come around talking shit. We all know you and undercover. I'll discipline you like your mother. Motherfucker, you don't want no trouble. Uh, my people in the huddle. Scuffle turned onto a shootout, and now you're running. Looking like a munchkin. Your breath smell like funions. Stop frightening. You're really not top mouth stunning. I'm a hustler. I'm not a customer. You're a buster.
back. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you want to tell us a little bit about um, Hustle Harder and uh, just what, what inspired you to write that, that track? Uh, I don't think any of the shit that I've put out is written. It's probably oh, like jotting stuff down on my notes and I can inspire you guys freestyle all anything I've ever done. Most of it, yeah, but it's like I have like ideas and stuff in my notes and my iPhone or whatever. But, uh, oh yeah, Hustle Harder. But I, that one inspired me because I was just like, a lot of stuff going on, trying to get my money up. Like during COVID, I actually impregnated impregnated a woman. You know what I mean? Like I got this girl pregnant. Like it's cool. Everything's cool. We're cool and everything like that. But it's just like it was kind of like inspired me to like just like hustle harder, work smarter. Just like uh, just like you know, it's like a little chant. Just like put in my head. It's like yo, this is what you gotta do. You gotta hustle. You gotta go harder. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like inspired me. Something like like trying to be more inspirational and just talk about just going hard, you know, man, you gotta be hustling illegally or whatever, whatever you, however you get your stuff, you know what I'm saying, just go harder, you know what I'm saying, that's what I was trying to, like, imply. Right. Well, well, wait, so, uh, so you're, uh, so what's, uh, you're, you're, would you say to say that you're, uh, you're a dad now or something? Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm, yeah, I am a dad. Oh, I damn, I didn't one. even know, man, congratulations. Yeah, yeah, like, a lot of people don't know, it's not out there, homegirl is <laughs> in the valley with her family. A podcast so exclusive. Like exclusive. <laughs> 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 you better be out here. more there. Yeah, it's all good. Shout out, you know what I mean? Shout well, out to my son, Zen. The show. Zen? Zen, yeah. Z-X-E-N. That's his name. It, okay. I mean, what, what, what inspired you to name a little man that? I know, I mean, that's what we had. We had like a like a ball of energy. Just I don't know, me and the girl, we just kind of like the can't. We both agreed on it, and then like we couldn't. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to do like Brad again. I'm Brad Junior. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My dad and oh. my mom. If I would have, I don't know, it would have been the third or something. Like that. my mom would have been pissed if I would have named him Brad again. Like I'm just like, <laughs> like I just wanted something different too, because like Brad's too plain James. <clears> like yeah, and I don't know. I think that sounds cool. But, uh, uh, well, I mean, we got we still got some time left to, you know, shoot the shit and uh, <clears throat> talk about other things. I don't know if yeah, you know, I always try to see if we can bring some topical stuff into the mix. Uh, I mean, uh, we can talk about the possibility of that uh, Universal theme park being open, uh, planning to happen in Frisco. You heard about that? Ah, is that where you're at? No, nah, you're in Houston. Yeah, we're yeah we're in Houston, but I can't just, wait. We need another theme park. We, yeah, yeah, we do need Frisco. Yeah, I'll be in Frisco. I just I keep forgetting that Universal has theme parks. I thought it's always like a Universal Studios type of thing, but yeah, they got theme parks as well. So yeah, yeah they just they're talking about building that one. Ride the movies. That's that's their claim. Hey, you know what? I know I know this is uh, unprofessional, but I I got I got to head out of my own uh, co podcast. Oh, you got, <laughs> I got to go, but y'all, yeah. Y'all uh, well, I mean, we can we can wrap it up if we. This is really uh, right. Yeah, just but I, uh, I love I love you, dog. Congrats on your on oh, your man. jobs, and uh, really, I've known this guy yeah. for most of my time in Houston, and, and we always uh, when I went to the Astros parade, for some reason. I bumped into this guy uh, of the thousands and thousands yeah. of people that were at the Astros parade. This guy is the guy I bumped into uh, just out of the blue. 
So something in the universe uh, keeps us in, in the same circle. So I appreciate you coming on the podcast today. And, uh, and I'm glad I was able to figure it out. I, I was panicking. Yeah, I had so much shit going right before. And I was like, yeah, I was able to call in. I'm hyped on it, dude. Really, this is a good look. I'm not going to edit it. Like, I ain't really say nothing too crazy. I, don't, I think everything's live. I think it's a good look, man. I really appreciate y'all having me on this joint. Uh, just, just real briefly, like if you want to uh, give any plugs or uh, where people can hit you up on the media, just let people know what's happening in the future for a briefcase, Brad. Gee, I mean, just follow boy in the ground, briefcase, Brad. If I stream the tape, just run it up, check it out. I got a couple tapes, really. I don't know how I lost count. I got a couple of EP Alvaro albums. Yeah, the one before that was called City Under Seas. That was like influenced by back in the day in the 90s on the on the news like when you had like a real hidden run like you know what I'm saying like some kind of like murder case it was like city under sea it was like it'll be a big thing so I, I got that from that yeah. that was the tape right before this one that one was that was cool that's what the merch I got too is like they, my homie drew me up I look kind of like a vampire looking cartoon character I got merch on deck I got some more stickers and stuff like that but yeah yeah that one was pretty tight too. That's not normal. My favorite, see that? See, Skate Trap General. Mm-hmm. That's like that was that was a spot. That's like the Skate Trap was another little. It was a like a like a like a, a outlet where like people would come through and like I would be editing videos and doing stuff like early early days before I was really like doing a bunch of music. But I just rolled with that forever. It was like it's, I feel like that's that would be my my, my genre. Or if I had like a business name, like Skate Trap, you know what I'm saying? It was like the mix. I'd be skating. I'll be trapped and I'll be doing shit. It's just all like, you know, that's like the, that's what I've been pushing for a little while. But yeah. Speak all right. Well, all uh, right. thanks a lot. Uh, just thank uh, you. Good luck with all your stuff and just, yeah, have, have a good one. All right. Yeah, I appreciate y'all, y'all. All right. Peace.